Hey, hey, and welcome to the Tara Malil Show. Here is where we have incredible interviews and conversations with powerful, ambitious, and highly successful women. We hear about the start of their journey, how they got to where they are now, what were some of their biggest successes and most epic failures. And they also help share their expertise and tips for you to practically implement to help you along your entrepreneurial journey as well. Don't forget, we are here for you. So if you have questions that you want answered, please write in to tara at taramalel.com and we will make sure we get the best experts to answer those questions for you. We do that every Friday. Now, stay tuned. We have epic stories coming up. Hey, hey, and happy holidays. Oh my gosh, this comes out uh, like a day before New Year's Eve. So I hope you're excited. Hope you're well ready for a new freaking year. I know I am. I'm currently back in lockdown with my family. Yes, the start of the school holidays and we are locked down, nowhere to go, nothing to do. Uh, So I'm going a little bit insane. But hopefully if you are going a little bit insane too, know that you're not on your own. And I hope that this gives you a nice little mini break, mini distraction from what is going on right now in your world. Join Sandy and I for the latest episode. We chat uh, each week on Sandy's vlog. That's Sandy Star Viking. Her vlog, you can check that out on YouTube. Links are in the show notes. But we are chatting about being the last one standing. It's all around longevity, thinking long term in our business. I keep telling people how to work in a way that is sustainable. And this is a really wonderful example and an inspiring quote uh, for you to really take on board and adopt as we move into the new year. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Please rate and review this podcast and share it with those that it will help. See you soon. All right. So we are here for our final episode. I think you're probably checking a message that I sent you saying, where is it? it? No, I'm I'm now also sharing the shit out of this, which is what I should have done before (laughs) we went live. You know what? That's how we roll. That is how we roll, Um, which is why people need to listen to us when we give business advice, because quite obviously we're walking the talk. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is our last episode for season one. Six episodes we have really um dug through some amazing business quotes we've managed to find the golden nuggets inside and i think we've dropped some real truth bombs and stuff as well um it's been so much fun i've really enjoyed this time with you it's been amazing yes i'm so glad that we're like that we're reviving this um i think it's awesome yeah it's awesome by the end of next year we'll be going season five and it's so amazing Oh my god! And I mean, I gotta say, this is all kudos to you, because if it was up to me, we'd be winging it every single time. (laughs) You're like, no, let's get some structure to this shit. (laughs) We're just chat. 
yeah that's it we just hang out and talk um and you know what what I love is that both of us have got like a real passion for helping people um and helping people in business and we've got a little bit of experience in this area so um I love that we're just sharing sharing uh and caring so if you're watching this anywhere around the world uh on Facebook uh YouTube Twitter which is Periscope or Twitch just give us a shout out, say hello, maybe let us know what mm-hmm. your business is, and then we will put you up on the screen and give your business a shout out. So if you just want to give us a quick little splurge, what is it that you do, um, then we'll put that up on screen. If you're watching after the show's finished, sorry, that boat will have sailed. So I'll probably say that. That's still ask questions. Yeah, just if you need to let us know what your business does, let us know if people can support your business over Christmas give it a shout out because that'll be awesome okay so this week we are talking about the grommet so the link is down below mm. in the ticket tape at the bottom the grommet.com uh it's kind of like an amazon kind of like mm-hmm. ebay but it's like really nice like so so <laughs> neat um and i'll show you what their website looks like i think they've done mm. so well They've taken something from just an idea and they've got to the point where someone has bought shares in the company to the point where they really on the map. And that is the jump that not a lot of small to moderate enterprises ever get to make. So I'm mm. going to hear from the um, co-founder and CEO of that company uh, and her quote is quite cool and we'll have a bit of fun digging through it. So let's mm. have a look. Okay, so ignore the hype of the startup that you see in the press. Mostly, it's a pack of lies. Half of these startups will be dead in a year. So focus on building your business so you can be the one left standing. And that is Jules Peary, co-founder and CEO of The Gromit. Now that we were just saying, you know. That gets me right here. Mm. As a small to moderate sized company, as a micro company, that seeing other companies getting um, so, you know, a front page splash where they're just crowing about what they're going to do um, in any industry. It can be as a musician, as an artist, as a teacher, a painter, as a businesswoman, mm-hmm. you know, photographer. There's always that element of competition that can actually become negative because it can crush your creativity and trigger your competitiveness. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like that yeah. she said, ignore the hype of the startup. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And especially nowadays, I feel like we hear about these unicorns. I mean, it's big in the tech startup world, mm, that term unicorn, yeah, yeah. Where, where we see a business go from like startup to exploding to be like a million dollar business form mm. like that. Um, and we, and of course it's, it's incredible. And mm. so we hear a lot about it. So we think like that's the goal to just be in it, build it fast, and then get out of it. Or, you know, so, um, and then that's where comparisonitis, like you're saying, it's that competitiveness, but that comparisonitis as well. We Mm. compare ourselves, our business, where we're at, 
yeah. to these unicorns, to mm. these other startups, to see where everyone, and we go, oh, I'm not, well, I know I've done this. I'm oh, I'm not, oh, I'm never going to there. I'm not as far ahead as I should mm. be. You know, we yeah. start putting the shoulds on ourselves. And it, yeah. then, it, yeah, it's really demotivating and it really um, can hinder our progress and yeah. lose focus because when you're busy looking around at what everyone else yeah. is doing, Yep. It takes up so much more mental capacity, yep. right? And that means that you're not focused on what you are doing, what you need yep. to be doing exactly. to get forwards at your own pace, whatever mm-hmm. that is, fast, slow, whatever, mm-hmm. ups, downs, start, stop. It doesn't matter. Your pace is your pace and you've got to do what you need to do. Um, yep. And I know I've done this like in with other like businesses in mm-hmm. my field. But then also businesses that aren't even in my field, you know, that I mm-hmm. totally do. Like I've I've always done service-based business and then yeah. I'll look yeah. at product-based, you know, and go, oh, I should be doing that thing it's because that like gets you there faster. Constant looking out of your circle. I think it's, yeah. just the, the, I think it's just the way we're built, you know. I think that's – it has mm. to be overcome if you're going to make mm. a success of any venture. So mm-hmm. now listen, guys, I'm not talking to those of you who are comfortably employed. I salute you. I think it's wonderful. And obviously there are a lot of sacrifices that Do you it. make being self-employed, uh, not self-employed, being employed. Um, oh, and I yeah. totally lift my hat to you. I couldn't do it. Um, I'm, I wish I could. So yeah. this is specifically for those, you know, just save a bit have to nap every afternoon. Like it's a thing. Oh. So, um, yeah. So, you know, people don't, they don't always understand unless they've been in a position of trying to start up something. So uh, I'm now, as you know, because you're on my show, I'm at the start of building my vlogging history. And they say that it's going to be two to three years before any algorithms kick in that let anybody see what we're creating now. And the content Mm -hmm. we're making now, people are going to be binge watching in five years because they just enjoy hanging out with us and listening to us talk crap. Mm. Um, But (laughs) because I look around and there's just thousands of established (sighs) bloggers and I go, Oh, how could, and then they're getting 150k views per video. And I'm going, oh, I've got like 40 views or 100 views, or the most I've had has been 1,200 views for a video. And I was fucking well silly. done. Oh, it was the best thing ever. <laughs> well like, done. Shots of all the stats, like, look at that. Look at that. <laughs> all the 100% jumps. I was like, yeah, that's me. But then the next week, it's like, you need to do better. But <laughs> you can't be looking in someone else's playground. You just cannot because you don't know their story. You don't know how long it took them to get there. And in a lot of cases, they have a lot of financial backing. And if you don't have a billionaire grandpa, there's no way your company is going to be where you wish it would be. You're going to have to just do the hard slog. Mm. So I, like I like the whole ignore the hype. Do you remember, yeah, yeah. sorry to interject, do you remember we, we interviewed, oh, it would have been like two years ago, um, a woman who had a million-dollar company and she was helping other mums start businesses. So she would create, it's called Business Jump, shout out to Nat, Business Jump. Yeah. We loved having her. But what I found really interesting, so she said in 18 months of starting Business Jump, she hit a million dollars. 
right? Yeah. That's not a million dollars profit. And I thought that was interesting. She really wanted to highlight that. That's just a, a million dollars coming in that doesn't include the, the deductions, the wages, the, anything like that. It was just 18 months, a million dollars. And it was like, oh, my God, amazing. And, but most people, that's where they stop. That's where their story stops. They go, 18 months, I hit million-dollar business. I'm awesome. What she did, and she was so generous and, and um, open in her sharing, she was like, I tried so many other businesses before that. I spent like over a decade failing business after business, trying to be employed, then having kids, and then, yeah. you know, trying to do shit from home, and then trying to be employed yeah, again, and she spent years, so it's like, we don't hear that side of the story, it's like, mm-hmm. actually, her story started a decade prior, yeah. and it took her a decade of learning, and trying, and failing, yeah, to then get to that million dollar business, yeah, and, and that's what we need that's to what people forget, mm. don't look at yeah. the the hype look at the slog look at the hard work look at the the furrows they've dug in the ground look at the potatoes they've buried look yeah, at all the yeah. uncertainty sometimes people have gone into major debt they haven't paid their bond they haven't paid rent they haven't managed to get the good food they normally get like there's sacrifices mm-hmm. that need to be made if you're making a business uh, starting up a business so let's look at the next sentence mm. yeah i love this one mostly it's a pack of lies total bullshit kind of like i go oh that one hits like because you know we've get off instagram people no but that's the thing right we've all had to kind of do that at times like especially in the entertainment industry right um i've had one or two shows where i've gone oh shoot they're just the ticket sales are not happening and then i've had to kind of hype it a bit and then ticket sales have picked up because there's been more interest. But I didn't didn't sit well with me. I, do, I don't like no, it. No, it feels um, not. It, yeah, it feels yeah, I don't feels like icky. it. And I, I'm more likely now to rather just slowly shut something down um, than to just flog a dead horse. But I do, I know in theater they, I can't remember what the word is for, but it's when they, they need to sell seats and they, they like hustle and hustle and hustle to sell those last few seats by saying things like almost sold out when they're only 20% capacity. Oh, that sort of little white lie. <laughs> oh my God, fake scarcity does my yeah. fucking head in. And but it was in, in my coaching training, when I was yeah. trained to be a coach, which I went in with the intention to, again, to help people to facilitate uh, progress and, and positive mm. results and outcomes, part of the training was telling me about how to employ scarcity mm. to sell my fucking packages. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've got to say, the coaching industry is anything. littered with, with crap and lies. I'm not saying the coaching industry is bad. I'm saying, unfortunately, there's just so many... Yeah, yes, slimy, sleazy crap. So, yeah, absolutely. I'm so with her. Most of it is a pack of lies and it's bullshit. It is bullshit. It's going to leave you feeling icky. Um, And I think we've got really good BS meters now. We're slowly learning. To be honest, there's Mm. there's also so much choice. Everyone here is spoiled for choice. Um, For those of you who are watching from all around the world, we are based just north of Sydney in New South Wales. And um, this area that we're in, the Central Coast, is just prolific. There's so many events, incredible companies, all just 
creating and creating and creating in every single industry there's such an avalanche of availability of whatever it is you could imagine that to mm. start something new is quite daunting here because you're either going to really hit home and have a good market or you're going to crash and burn after a couple months because there's there's not a lot of longevity here. People just want to mm. go to the next thing, the next thing. And then you have your few people who really stick with something for a good 40, 50 years of real sticking <laughs> with it. But it's, it's, not, it's not common for that to be a, the case. It's mm. really hard to flog a business here. So, yeah. Mm. So let's have a mm. look. So this, she now says half of these startups will be dead in a year. So 100%. you were saying that 18-month mark, um, but this one is saying closer to a 12-month mark. That I think it's a, yeah. it's a case of people just run out of steam and maybe run out of finances, yeah. run out of energy and inspiration. Oh, yeah. um, and once again, they're, they're looking back to the top part there maybe at say four or five six months it's not doing as well as they hope and they start seeing other startups doing similar stuff mm -hmm. looking so much better you know maybe their graphic design skills are better they can create stuff with the drop of a hat and it's like mm -hmm. they, it's overwhelming to compare yeah or you go to the other end of the scale and some like sometimes people just happen to luck on i mean I gotta say, in business, please do not discount the part that sort of luck and good timing plays in it business really success. Like it is, it's it's not all yeah. of it, absolutely not, but it is definitely a significant component. So then you've got the other end where you know someone goes, "Oh, I think this is a good idea. I'm going to start it," and it just takes off. Yeah. We have seen that. We won't name and shame, but we all know who we're talking about. And it takes off, skyrockets. But it happens so quickly that the, the person or the people running it are just trying to catch up with themselves and, and with the momentum so they don't have the solid foundation. So then they're so focused on growing and expanding, but they don't have the foundations and the fundamentals in place to be able to do that. So after a, a year, after two years, usually they don't really make it past the three-year mark. If it's like this, it all goes to shit it all collapses yeah you know just Employed. whether a pandemic happens or not it just yeah. falls to shit because they didn't have the foundations and those important conversations were not had yeah. you know during you just get caught up in 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 the hype in the hype yeah. that's surrounding you you and you start to believe like your own hype you're like i'm amazing let's keep going and then and you, you fall yeah and they back. also start spending more they're able to get more credit they start getting mm -hmm. fancier stuff and it's almost like they jump the gun that's why yeah. i always say to myself with any project long-term vision long yeah. slow burn like yeah well like she said you want to be the last one standing I am only yeah. going to be really checking in on video numbers and stats and stuff in a year from now. So I'm building all my Warab at Warren now, all my back end. And then I will start looking at stats when mm. I've got enough videos to generate accurate stats. But it yeah. is a slow journey. Then that is just one of my businesses. My other business is my hypnotherapy that I'll be launching in March, April. Um, and that is going to be full on. So that's a whole new industry I've got to reach into. Um, I need to become well known. I've got to become respected and trusted in that industry. So that's a new journey uh, business-wise mm -hmm. in the medical profession. I've never really 
dabbled in that at all. So we'll see. Mm. We will see. Yeah, but you're, but you're you're absolutely right. It is. It's about the the long term vision. Going not what can I get in twelve months. It's yep. what can I get? Where can I be? What do I have to offer? What will I have to offer in five years time? Exactly. What does that look like? And then let's work on sustainably working yep. our way up to there. Um, it's really interesting. I've been fortunate enough to be kind of like on the inside of um, this. Oh, I'll give a shout out to Jill um, from Cheers Sweetie. It's a cocktail gift boxing business she started 12 months ago, and it's a fucking million dollar business. Wow. COVID has been amazing for it. Like she, it was already sort of on this upward trajectory but I think COVID as well because people have been separated and she's just been smashed this Christmas with corporate gift boxes and everything it's it's insane she did not plan for this to be to for all of this to happen for it to be so big so quickly but what I think and has been really wonderful to watch is you know she's had these moments especially recently where the momentum is going she's just trying to catch up Um, but she has people around her, whether they're employed or a support system to help bring her back to, okay, this is where we're at Mm. now. What's real for next year? Let's start really focusing. Mm. Let's have a stronger structure. Let's Mm. go. You know, she's not getting carried away in, in her own hype, you know, keeping very grounded by it. And it's just been really um, inspiring and really wonderful to to watch. So you've really got to keep grounded. And it's it's like it said, the quote said at the start, coming back and just not being distracted by not only other businesses, but the hype and the crap that's around. Keep focused on where you're at now and where you're going long term. Amen. Just stay Mm. on course. All right, so let's have a look here. So focus on building your business so you can be the the one left standing. So we can kind of really play around with the word building. Um, That denotes like um, building blocks. Uh, We could even go into whole metaphors and and, and things. I mean, uh, foundations of the business, the irrigation, the plumbing. It's it's the way you break your business down into actionable pieces and then create your to-do list. And then you do each of those actionable things, just tick them off, and you can Mm -hmm. only succeed. Do you hear that? You can only succeed. Break your idea down into actionable bite-sized pieces. And this can be anything, a project, anything. Actionable pieces, reasonable timelines. Stop fucking forcing yourself to do a three-year job in three months. Calm down, okay? If you're going to create something sustainable, spread that shit out. So yes. take off everything, printable to-do lists are the uh, way in the future. Is... People say yeah. to me, like, I do I do a lot of stuff. If you Google me, I'm hyperactive as fuck. So I've done just so many things, so many freaking things. And the reason I get so much done and have done so much is because of to-do lists. I, I wake up on a Monday and I go, oh, I want to do so many things this week and I don't know how I'm going to do them. I'm too excited. Oh, my gosh. And then I get overwhelmed. Stop talking to me, Google. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to Tara. And, yeah, and then I just create those to-do lists. 
And then I look mm. at my calendar and I schedule time to rest, time to eat, time to go to toilets. And then I schedule meetings and stuff and my paid work, which mm. I also do. And then in between that stuff, I have actionable to-do lists. Building, and that the, is how building the foundation. All the fun stuff I've managed to do while still yeah. earning a living and having a life. And it's the only way. Yeah. I, I think it's really interesting. Yeah. What you're saying is because I see, oh my God, I see so much crap out there going, just sit and like manifest and imagine your vision. And you go, yeah, but there comes a point where you have to get off your fucking ass and do it. <laughs> like, able to get stop up and actually do what you're saying. Yeah, stop yeah. manifesting the shit out of fuck all. Stop it, please. So you're right, taking action. And I think taking action is really, you know, the more action you take, the faster you learn what works and what yeah. doesn't. So yeah. I know I can totally be accused of... Um, I guess it's a form of procrastination, but overthinking things and mulling mm. over it too much, going, well, what is the right action to take? And I'm like, oh. Yeah. And the point is, action is action. Just fucking do it. And that's, that's what thing. I have to tell myself. Just doing it. do it. Yeah, as long as you're do doing it. something. That's really important. And then the other thing, like you were saying, is schedule it in. Because I know, again, I'm also being accused of, all right, right, let's. I've got a five-year goal and I need to achieve it next month. Yeah. Now I'm like super impatient. Like yeah. that shit should have happened Creative three days ago. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. So mm. I totally get that. So I think you're right. When you actually start to put it down on paper, and I often get my clients to have like I have this. Oh, it's down the floor. But this full twelve month calendar, so I can see exactly what's happening. It includes what's happening with the family as well. It's like yeah. what is happening and what is real. And suddenly when I start to put my sticky notes on there and I go, oh, shit, this is too much. Like this, yeah. none of this is going to happen. So then I can go, all right, let's go into the following year calendar. And I can actually start to spread yeah. those out and go, oh, this is more achievable. But when you've just got it in your head and you're like, I'm going to do this and this and this and this and this and we'll put it all in for the month of March. It's not until you actually put it down on paper, you see, and you go, this just yeah. isn't realistic at all. You know, I'm setting yeah. myself up to fail right now. So I think it's yeah. really important, like what you were saying, to, to write it down. Yeah, whether, I mean, we love Google. We're, we're G Suite girls, aren't we? But, I mean, there's heaps. There's heaps out there. Use whatever works for you. Mine all sync up as well. I've got Acuity Scheduler. Yeah. Um, so whatever I book in on my calendar, then blocks it out on the, the scheduler. Whenever someone books the scheduler, it blocks it out on my calendar. Like everything's just linked. I think it's so important to have, especially, again, being a mom, being a woman in business, it's not, it, it would be nice if we could just focus on our business. But we can't. There's everyone else and their schedules that you've got to think of. So, again, I think it's important that you start realistically putting like you said your to-do list in and see it this play out in a week is this an achievable goal in the next week in the next month in the next year if not yeah. then spread it out that's okay you need to have somebody that you can really sit with and tell them about what your plans are uh, someone that's really level-headed someone that you can trust someone who's much older than you maybe someone who's been in business a lot longer 
sometimes all you need to do is is be able to tell them your idea and then they can help you with the practical outlaying of mm. that idea. Um, that's something mm. that I've done quite a lot with friends that are a lot younger that are starting businesses. They'll come have coffee with me and I just give them ideas and then they run with them. So coming up with like an agenda that becomes your action plan is also good. Yeah, so it was, it was someone in. Oh, they were back again, but so, yeah, someone, someone in business as well. I think that's important because other people just don't get it. Guys, can you please be quiet? Mommy, you got a It's just not gonna bloody. Not gonna happen. Give us a shout out if you're watching us and you have kids. Yeah, say hi. What it's like. No, it's not. Mm, so go have an apple. This is dessert we're negotiating on. Have an apple. Have a freaking apple there. And her boots. Okay, and then her boots. So now, now she's dressed oh, more she's appropriately. Yeah. Look at these shoes, man. How cool would that be? I think yeah, I both of them look the same. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did too. I'm serious. I bought I'm sports shoes that. and I painted them white with black patches and I wore them as cash. Yes. Shoes. I fucking love them. Yeah. Okay. This is the last one, and then you need to go. But then that also means that it's probably time for Sandy and I well, to go. Hi, everyone. I hope you're enjoying me <laughs> dressing a doll. Blue like a welcome to business. Yeah. <laughs> welcome yeah. to business talk. Okay, there you go. 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 And her question was? Working from home and having children uh, and raising them while running a company. It is and her question was, is a muesli bar a fruit? Yeah. Not even close, mate. Elements of shattered fruit within it. <laughs> no, this is pure nut bar. <laughs> there oh, is actually no fruit. No, in okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep trying. Cane sugar fruit. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. She, they're so gorgeous. Yeah, your kids uh, are doing so well as well. Very good with their modeling and stuff. It's so exciting. Oh, my God. Now you're a momager. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. 100% modeling Amazing. agent. Bitch. <laughs> yeah. nice that's, a, that's it. COVID. Got to put everyone to work. You're in oh this house. God. you got to contribute. <laughs> Everybody got to work. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so pretty. I just wanted to have a quick look at the website at the Gromit. So let's oh, yeah. Let's do now. So Ooh, that is the website. It's quite nice. a, it's a sales website, but just really chic and, and looking nice. Um, Don't but get then there's boring. also a blog as well. So it's got that personal touch to it. Um, mm, nice. And, uh, you know, I, I'm keen to have a look more into it and what it's about. Uh, but, I mean, look here, how Gromit Gifting gets done. So you can do gift lists, um, just nice. absolutely beautiful. Very, very cool. And such and a the nice gift that'll get there. Like yeah, that. success stories, big names we found before they were big. Um, you know, they've actually helped help to to make small businesses big. So celebrating the spirit of small businesses, small is mighty. Um, so I mean that's really cool. The the fact mm. that they are so supportive of, you know, small enterprise is actually very good as well. So, yeah, guys, Love if you can, it. hop over to thegrommet.com, have a look at that. I'm not sure if they ship internationally, but anyway, we've got viewers from all over the world, so that's fine. Um, Check it but out. Yeah, don't, don't, don't lose heart. If you've got an idea and you've started your business, maybe you've been going six months, you've managed to keep it going through a pandemic, um, and you're feeling like you want to let go, and everywhere you look are people doing the same thing and doing so much better than you, 
don't listen to the hype. Just keep plugging away at what you're doing. Um, just mm -hmm. make your actionable lists. Tick things off one by one. Um, do the cheesy thing. Build the house. Build it properly. You know, don't do your roof before you've done your foundations. Just go slow and steady mm. because it does win the race in the end. All right, guys. So thanks, Tara. Love Have a it. wonderful Christmas and New Year's. And we'll be back in you the too. new year with our season two carrying on, just digging for golden nuggets of wisdom um, and sharing our personal life experiences and our children, obviously, um, with you guys. Uh, mine is yep. also in the doorway right now, just staring at me with a in her hand. Um, Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Always very worrying, but anyway. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, have a wonderful Christmas and New Year, my darling, and I'll see you soon. See you later. All right. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. Hey team, thanks for joining me. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and you rate and review wherever you listen to your podcast. Every little bit helps. I'm so excited to be sharing this journey with you. Love some feedback and we'll see you next time.